Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we have a new fucking president. Thank the Lord. Like, Joe Biden might not be perfect, but he's a hell of a lot better than Donald Trump in pretty much every single way. So I I just feel relieved. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm not relieved yet because I think I'm just like waiting the yeah, it's it definitely there is a lot of I think ever since January 6th there's been just a lot of pent up anxiety especially surrounding the inauguration so like the fact that nothing happened and everything went great which obviously like is good it's just like okay but something yeah. is gonna happen something has to happen yeah because that's what we've done for the past four years every time there's right. anything that happens there is more stupid things that happen yes just even crazier things coming up so i don't know at least trump's gone and like he doesn't have fucking twitter anymore i know what's he gonna do (laughs) i don't know i was just talking to kyler and i'm like how like not that i want to but like how is he how are we gonna hear from him how is he going to communicate with us like he doesn't have anything it's it's kind of it's beautiful it's truly beautiful i mean like he could probably get the press together to live stream something for him he definitely has like avenues to explore and like obviously there are people who still have you know outlets that are very much trumpers and basically like trump Mm -hmm. jr so like i mean he's not gonna go away but at least he's not at the fucking white house anymore so yep there's that yep yeah not on the white house not on the twitter not on my facebook ideal i just wish the entire world would just ignore him now because he would just fucking die like he would lose his yeah. shit and die if people were just like oh we don't care <laughs> uh, yeah yeah no yeah I, I i no i'm done with him like i mean not that i ever was with him but like yeah i'm so over it <laughs> it did feel good to follow the potus account today on twitter and like yes not have to worry it did. about it <laughs> It did feel nice. It was. It was. It felt very. It felt like the end. The, the beginning of a new era, which exactly. I am ready for. Ugh, I don't. I don't know if I am. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't know. I'm just. I just. I'm ready to move on at yes. least a little bit yes. in some way. Even <sighs> though things still fucking suck. I know, but, and it's like oh I well. just have this like constant little asshole in my head that's like, hey, you do remember, bud, that like 72 million people in this country voted for Trump again. And I'm like, cool, that's like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, and there's still like so many Republicans who still like think that he's completely fine and a great president and should run again in 2024. And it's like, yikes, fellas. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen the QAnon thing going around that Biden is Trump wearing a mask? Um, I, Kyler made references to that several times. I'll have how. to send you the post because it's truly trash. And it's so mm. funny because their evidence is that in one picture, he has his mic cord taped to the back of his neck with like skin colored oh tape. God. They're like, oh, the mask is coming off. And I'm like, no, he just doesn't have hair to hide it like a lady. Yeah, exactly. He's he's 78 year old man. Like he's it's a miracle. He has any hair. Yeah. And he so he just doesn't tape his mic to the back of his yeah. head, basically. <laughs> um wow that's that's definitely that's shady as fuck yeah so shady so shady i just wonder like how do they think trump fits into the biden suit because they are different shapes. that's what i was wondering too completely different shapes like not even like 
not even like weight shaming Donald Trump, but just like their body shapes, like they're just completely different body types. Yeah. I mean, say that Joe Biden is Barack Obama in a mask. I might believe you. Yeah, that's definitely more believable. Definitely. But who knows? Yeah. Oh, well. Who knows? I mean, whatever. (laughs) But what have you been watching? Oh, my uh, God. To keep your mind off of the tragedy that is the world. I discovered the greatest show on the face of the planet that we are going to have to do an episode on and it is called bling empire and i'm very curious about this oh my god okay so it's six episodes i think and there's a christine that you hate because she's just catty and mean and plays games and it's just basically crazy there's always a christine that you hate oh yeah fuck all christine sorry listeners who are named (laughs) christine not really but like (laughs) i'm sorry to you guys christine christine is a bitch name for sure it is it's kind of like becky like yes i'm sorry for all the good ones out there but the name is ruined you've got to find a new one you gotta know go by karen blueberry or something like that would be right (laughs) something cool not a real name something that's not a real name that can't be tarnished by other people yeah i mean blueberries will always be pretty good yeah exactly a blueberry is not gonna be racist that's you're not wrong about that Anyways, so it's just these people who are so, like, mind-numbingly rich that they're, like... Hell yes. So, okay. So there's one guy there, Kevin, who's a model, and he grew up relatively normal, and now he's getting into the scene because he's now getting wealthy, etc. And at one point in time, he's talking about his rent, and he's like, man, rent's so expensive. I'm doing, like, $2,500 a month, and I have to share my apartment. And they're like, oh, my rent's $19,000 a month. It's not that bad. And, like... These what people the fuck? are insane. Like one lady at one that's... point in time says that she's made $40,000 off of being an influencer. And they're like, oh, honey, that's not even a new outfit. And I'm like, <sighs> that's like more than so many people's salaries. It's so, so much. It's so much. But it's crazy. They're all terrible people. So you feel totally fine laughing at them. Except Good. for Kevin, because he's like a sweet angel baby who's just been tossed into this rough sea of weird rich people. Uh-huh. And they just believe, nice. like, the weirdest shit. Like, at one point in time, in episode five, Gwyneth Paltrow's shaman comes in, and, like, he's he's holding one of the girl's hands. I think he's holding Christina's hand, but it may have been Kim. But anyways, they're holding hands, and he's just like, I'm downloading all of the information from the universe into my hard drive. I am giving oh you a God. thumb drive. I am giving you a thumb drive of the knowledge. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> It's so much, but it's well worth a watch. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have to cover that because it sounds like sounds like some good good quality trash right there. And other than that, we watched Night Stalker, which wasn't trash, but that was good. Mm -hmm. Did you watch that one? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I have it on my list um, to watch. It's one of the true crime stories that you're like, fuck, it really could be me. Like I could definitely get murdered by this guy because he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Well, I I watched um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is the HBO series on the same on the same guy, but it's also that docu series is also about Michelle McNamara and her book and stuff like that. So it's a little bit different, but uh, that was also very good. So I recommend that. But that honestly, just that's the whole story of the Golden State Killer, the Night Stalker, all of it is just like so fucking. It's a crazy. different guy. 
Oh, wait, really? Yeah, uh, East Area Rapist is the original Night Stalker, but this guy was in was oh, later. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I thought this was on guy. that guy. Oh, shit. No, this shit. is Richard shit. Ramirez, who's just like the trashiest trash oh. monster of fucking shit balls. Like, God, he's just the worst. They need to come up with they need to come up with more distinct names. They really do. Like, it's all too confusing because I just thought when I when I heard Night Stalker, I just kind of assumed it was on original, original Night, Night Stalker, Stalker. <laughs> which he's now he's silly not me hysteria rapist or the original. He's Night the Stalker. Golden State Killer now. Yeah, now he's Golden State Killer, which theoretically could be Richard Ramirez too because he killed everybody in yeah, California, which is the Golden State. So. I think that there there are so many Golden State killers, like just in general. Like I feel like so many people, so many serial killers in California. It's scary, um, but and yeah, then, okay. Well, then I definitely want to watch that even more now that it's something that I don't know that much about. Yeah, no, it was really good. Like I knew a little bit about it, but like he was completely indiscriminate with who he attacked. Like he kidnapped children and let them go after like sexually assaulting them he raped women he killed women he killed old men he killed young men he killed anybody who he wanted to and just like followed you into your house and fucking murdered you and then did weird shit in your house like masturbating in the living room or eating everything in your fridge and then vomiting it up on the floor that's cool. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, Yeah see that's like a that's a thing that the original Night Soccer like he would like rape and kill a couple and then he would eat like a full meal in their kitchen Uh (laughs) what the fuck they're just so fucked up yeah it's no i'm good like i'll i mean i'll definitely watch that because (laughs) that's my shit but like i'm good i'm good i don't want to be murdered by any of the night stalkers either night stalker and that's the thing that creeps me out the most is like somebody coming into your house at nighttime. Like that is like the thing that scares me. Like I don't worry about like somebody like kidnapping me when I'm out. Not that I leave anymore, but like mm-hmm. I'm worried in the middle of the night when like I hear a weird noise and I just like jump to the fact that, oh, my God, it's going to be somebody coming in. And so he's going to like tie my husband up and put dishes on his back. And then, you know, oh. the whole nine yards. Yep. My, <laughs> it's just that's like the worst fear is somebody coming in your house at night. Right. You know, I think about that sometimes, too. I'm just like, fuck, what would I do? I'd be asleep in bed. Ah! Yeah, yeah. 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 This is why I stay up all night, just just in case. Okay, so, so you're ready watching. To, ready to, <laughs> yes, I'm watching, yes. I'll give you my uh, password for my Nest Cam, so then there um, we go. Perfect. you can make sure that nobody's, like, sneaking in at 2 a.m. when I hear a noise. I'll be like, Megan, quick, are it's you true. awake? <laughs> hey, I, I did catch a fire that happened in my neighbor's backyard at two o'clock in the morning because i was awake and it was like i was looking out that window mm-hmm. um and it saved their garage so like you're welcome neighbors for having insomnia you're the true neighborhood watch i am it's me it's me your graveyard shift neighborhood watch i am i am <laughs> reporting for duty <laughs> oh man well what have you been watching other than i'll be gone in the dark Yes. Um, so yeah, I finished that, which was, like I said, it was really good um, and really interesting, not just about the, I'm going to call him the Golden State Killer, um, <laughs> but I can't also remember just what about... his name is, but I always just call him like Jimmy John Joe in my head. His name is uh, Joseph D'Angelo. Okay. So you're close. <laughs> I get where you get that. Um, and he, yeah, he, uh, it, that story in general is just like so fascinating about him and how he was caught and everything and then but then also it talks about michelle mcnamara and writing the book and like kind of true crime and like armchair sleuthing in general um and it's just really interesting 
Um, and then, like I said last week, I'm still on my Degrassi kick. I've been watching some Degrassi, and it's been <laughs> some good quality times. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I haven't watched a ton this week. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Again, things are happening in the world that we watch on TV. Yeah, yeah, that. <sighs> and um, also, I am, have been playing Rock Band lately because oh. Kyler set up like he got my rock band stuff set up in our office and it's been amazing. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. Hell yeah. Because that's one of like two video games I can actually play. So oh, hell yes. I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really doing doing a lot of stuff over here. Yeah, I'm really starting twenty twenty one with like new activities, new doing it. Release on life. Yes, really, really just putting it all out there. <laughs> thriving right now. But I think that leads us into today's episode. And so for today, we're going to talk about we're going back to our Duggars and we're on season eight, mm-hmm. but we have decided to cut season eight into two episodes because it is a meaty, meaty season. Mm-hmm. It's like a couple episodes longer than most seasons. And then on top of that, like, I mean, this is I feel like this is the point where it's all kind of like converging together. Like everyone's getting married. Everyone's mm-hmm. having a baby. Like Everyone life and their is mom fucking chaos. Kind of literally are pregnant. <laughs> literally. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about the first five episodes of season eight today. I was going to say we figured out that a couple of these episodes have different names on different websites. So they do. They do. And I actually, think... I think a couple of my episodes were out of order, huh. <laughs> which was weird, but that's okay. that's okay. I've seen them all a million times before, so it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Not that it's like that hard to follow these people's lives. Like, it's not that. They're, they're not doing that much. They're just fucking and selling cars. Pretty much. That's the Duggar way. Fucking and selling cars. <laughs> oh, maybe I could just say fucking and flipping. Oh, yeah. I love that. Fucking and flipping. I love it. <laughs> um, oh, but I did want to mention, um, a, talk a little bit about Jill and Derek because we talked, I mentioned a little bit briefly at the end of our last Duggar episode, but last season actually was the first season where Jill and Derek are not actually a part of the filming. In season seven, there were some like clips of Jill and Jill and Derek's wedding, but there were none from this season, notably. They went mm-hmm. back and like talked about all the weddings except for Jill and Derek. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because it, it was kind of like a, a weird thing that happened. It was like a bunch of things happened all at once. Mm-hmm. But basically what I think happened was Jill and Derek decided to step away from the show and dis- but wanted to do it quietly and never made an announcement. Um, and so they kind of just like faded and people were like, wait, where's Jill and Derek? Where's Jill and Derek? And then Derek came out and said some really transphobic shit about Jazz Jennings, who is from I Am Jazz, which is another TLC show. And so like TLC was like, oh yeah, he's like not part of the show anymore. But like it happened, like they decided to step away from it because of drama surrounding um, Jill's second birth and like the family drama started there so like yeah i just wanted to put that out there that's why jill and derek are no longer with us i mean they're with us but no longer with us on the show yeah um yeah yes and i actually i saw there was a on her instagram jill posted a uh a insta of her watching joe joe biden's inauguration so wow. that was interesting and it like didn't say anything like about like you know he's eating all those babies or 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I mean, that's encouraging that yeah, <laughs> she I seems mean, like, I don't know, a little more sane than the other ones, maybe. It's a shame that Jill is going to end up being the only good Duggar married to, like, a trash can. Ugh. Like, Derek yeah, is true. just the fucking worst. He is. And I mean, I'm sure, like... I want to. I mean, want to make it clear. Like, I'm sure that Jill Biden did not. Jill Biden. Wow. I'm sure that Jill Duggar did not vote for Joe Biden. I was telling Jillian. I was like watching these episodes today. A couple of them, like in between inauguration stuff. So my head is full of Biden and also full of Duggar. And so yeah. Jill Biden just happened because that is a real person. Anyway, um, as opposed to Jill Duggar, not a real person. Right. Not a real person. I'm sure that Jill. Um, Dillard is actually her name. Uh, I'm sure that she did not vote for Biden, but like it's nice that she's not being a complete twat about it. Right. So the the bar is on the floor. Did you guys have the store Dillard's here? It was like a JC or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yes. So every time when they say Dillard, I'm like Nordstrom. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, oh man. All right, so let's officially get into this season. Um, So this starts with episode one, which had a couple of different titles. Right. Um, It had First Comes a Wedding, Then Comes a Honeymoon, Uh and the more aptly titled It's All Greek to Me, which I think is the better of the two titles for this episode, for sure. Yeah. Um, So this episode had was most notably about Joe and Kendra Mm -hmm. going to Greece for their honeymoon. Yes. Yeah. I... I don't even know what to say about Joe and Kendra because they're both just like <laughs> little potatoes making the same joke, they're, just chilling. They're little children. They're like, like they they just seem like children, and they're just such. They're so simple minded, and it's. I just have a lot of weird feelings watching them like get married and be adults. Yeah, like they look nice and happy. I guess. Yeah. They're definitely ignorance is bliss, yo. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I definitely think of the couples, they're probably one of the more happy together. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that that's just kind of like their nature. Yeah. So, they're which is good. I mean, I'm happy for them. Going along to get along. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous of that, honestly. Um, so they go to honeymoon in Greece. They're flying into Athens. And this is Joe's first time traveling without the entire Duggar clan, which... Made me laugh. Can you imagine, like, mm-hmm. not having to herd 19 people around and, like, figure it out? And, like, you're, like, going to the airport and you're, like, oh, that's all we have to do? Like, we just have to yeah, check in like and they... drop off a bag? Yeah, it would seem, like, so, like, not, it would seem like a non-anything mm-hmm. to anybody. Um, When it's, like, such a stressful thing for me, like, anything, any type of travel. So I, I envy that for him, too, that he, like, gets to be, like, oh, wow, this is so much easier than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the farthest Kendra has ever gone from home, but she has gone to Central America. Here are the air quotes. Of course. Central America. Yeah. Central America is one location and it's they visited a lot. America. I think they mentioned something Central America and something else later too. And it's like, do you got you guys do know that there are like distinct countries within Central uh-huh. America? And cities like, that I assume that you you did go to a city, like Right. Mm-hmm. exactly but they flew i think first class maybe business but holy shit that's so fucking expensive they're so rich Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's like eight grand a ticket 
at least. Yeah, well, I'm sure TLC had something to do with most of it. Yeah, well, and I'm sure it was paid for by the families, too, because it's right, the honeymoon. Exactly. So, yeah. Right. Um, oh, I, I noticed that when they were talking about, like, being married and how it's different from courting and stuff like that, Kendra was talking about, like, oh, yeah, we before we weren't even able to hold hands, and now, now we get the whole kitten caboodle. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. I hate the way you're referring to like sex with your husband as kitten caboodle, but cool. Yeah. Just <laughs> I don't children. Yeah, they're actual children, and this is the first time they're allowed to say the word penis and they can't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. <sighs> Poor little dumb uh, angels. I know. They just don't they have no idea. They have no idea. No clue. <laughs> just no. nothing. Just nothing. So they get to Athens and then they go to the Acropolis, which it's hilarious mm-hmm. that they don't actually go to like the Parthenon or anything there. They just go right to the hill where Paul the Apostle did his big speech. Right. And right. They apparently, I mean, it has a sign there with his speech and we got the first, it's all Greek to me. It's all Greek to me, which, yeah, they had like a counter throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, because Joe thinks he's hilarious whenever he says it because yeah, he's the type of person that like once he if he has a good reaction to one joke, he'll just keep saying that joke over and over again, mm-hmm. even though it's not funny after the first time. It's like the humor of like a three year old. They laugh about a fart mm-hmm. with you one time and then they just do it forever. Yes, like, exactly. Exactly. Or not. Yeah. I did like that Jessa was like, you know, I know Joe's just gonna go the whole time and say it's all Greek to me a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, He's a predictable man, that is for sure. Um, so then they go to this weird lunch thing, like in the sky. It seems so stupid. I would die. Like I think I would throw up because it like turns and stuff, and I get really bad motion sickness, and I wouldn't want to be eating while doing it. But yeah, they were. I don't even understand exactly like the mechanics of what they were doing or where they were, but they were like. It's one of those stupid fucking cranes that lifts up, yeah. like, essentially a party bus. Like, you know how people who go around mm-hmm. on the bicycles in, like, Cincinnati yes, and yes. stuff? Yeah, one of those. Mm-hmm. And there's one person in the middle who serves them all the food, which obviously has to be pre-made and just, like, chilling because they're right. in the sky. Up in the air. You can't yeah. go pee. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, like spinning around and like looking at the Acropolis and everything, which like I'm sure the view is pretty. And I would understand like wanting to go up there and see that view, but like I wouldn't want to eat while I'm doing it. No, and there are rooftops and buildings and yeah. stuff. Like Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um it's a no for me. I don't I don't get that at all. Yeah, it's a hard pass. It was. And they were um as they were eating, uh, Kendra was kind of talking to the lady sitting next to her, and they kept showing Joe, who, like, does not know how to have adult conversation with people, and he was just, like, eating the whole time while he she was asking questions, and it just, like, made him seem like such a, like, literal caveman. Yeah, like, he just seemed like such a stick in the mud, because, like, I don't like talking to people, <laughs> other people, Yeah, me but either, I but I, yeah, if somebody's talking to me, I'll, like, I'll talk to them, but, yeah. like, yeah. Especially in a situation like you're sitting next to them. Right, right. Um, but yeah, he just does not, not know how to have adult conversation. It's it's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I get being shy and not wanting to, like, talk. 
But if your mm-hmm. partner is talking to that person too, like just be like, oh, okay, hey, you know, haha. Yeah, like not along, uh huh. Yeah, you, you know, say yes and no when applicable, that kind of stuff. It's uh-huh. not that hard. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, and so he just ate like a weirdo, like. <laughs> he did. He eats like, and he like fucking licks the plate that comes up later. Like he literally licks his plate. That yeah. is fucking vile. And if somebody did that like on a date with me i would never go on a date with them again that would ruin it no. for me completely i mean like if Disgusting. you use your bread to sop up their sauce i'm there yeah sure whatever definitely if you're gonna pick up your plate and lick it in a human restaurant yeah your tongue should not go on the plate like full stop no yeah. that's a guilty pleasure guilty pleasure only to be had in private yes yes for real don't take that shit out in public no um and then sorry go i was just i was just grossed out about that (laughs) it's awful i was i wanted to throw up at that part um and then there was my favorite part of this episode which is when like the producers ask all the duggars if they can name any characters from greek mythology Uh um and jeremiah says napoleon Uh uh-huh very confidently he was like well you know there's napoleon and yeah uh, and you're like um yeah no no that's not right honey and see um josiah says hercules so we'll give him that yeah uh ben names a couple of them which like if ben is naming some things that you can't name that's a problem yeah it's just because he has the books yeah i guess so but um yeah napoleon was my favorite yeah i did like napoleon that was a lot um and then when when they're talking to kendra or when Kendra was talking to Sky Lady, that's what I have her named in my notes, Sky, Sky Lady. Lady mm-hmm. um, they reveal that Joe is one of nineteen, and she mm-hmm. literally almost fell out of her chair, plummeting to her death from shock. <laughs> I mean, I would too. Like, can you imagine just like casually meeting up with someone and be like, "Yeah, I have nineteen. I have eighteen I siblings." I think my favorite part is when she's just like, "Is your mother? Is she well? Is she alive? <laughs> she- <laughs> can she walk?" <laughs> I get it. Those are the first questions I would ask too. Like, a hundred percent. Like, okay? that's a shock. Like, that is not normal and should be like, yeah, yeah. You need that. That that deserves every expression of horror and imaginable. So, one of the other plot lines going on in this episode is Josiah is starting a courtship, mm-hmm. um, and she or he's wanting to. He is planning to ask Lawrence Swanson to start a courtship with him. Mm-hmm. Courtship. I said courtship. Whoops. Oh. Um, same, same thing. I don't, so, okay. You all have known this more than I will know this because I did a mm-hmm. cursory Google and didn't figure out where were the Swansons before and why did they move to Arkansas and was it just to marry Duggar children? I was going to bring that up because it's not clear. So they moved from George, Georgia was where they're from. I don't know where in Georgia. I know they're from Georgia and they moved to Arkansas like right as this season was airing Mm -hmm. and there doesn't really seem to be any apparent reason. Like it does seem to be that the only reason why they moved was so that Lauren could be with Josiah. Like it seems very much like an arranged marriage type, like we're going to move there. And yeah. And then just marry off all your girls to all the boys. Mm -hmm. That seems to be what it is. Yeah. Holy shit. That's insane. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So like at this point she had, they had only been in town for two weeks Mm -hmm. and she's already going to court town. Right. Yep. Yep. It's basically all just like a setup and 
Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, also, can you imagine like the pressure on that relationship? Like that ha- relationship has to fucking work out. Your whole family moved to Arkansas for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> and mean, spoiler like... alert. Oh, go. I was going to say spoiler alert. And this isn't something that's been like confirmed via any sources, but just like they definitely seem to be one of the more unhappy couples in the end. Um that's after fair. marriage and baby and stuff so i mean Josiah it's kind of is like very gay <laughs> that's the, he's very flamboyant at least yes for sure yeah. and well i actually and I'll, I'll be interested to see how your feelings on lauren because she's actually one of my least favorite people oh, on this show I hate her. okay thank god i hate her i was gonna say i don't even really have a specific reason why i hate her i just cannot fucking stand her like every time she opens her mouth i just get so angry i hate her <laughs> because she does remind me a lot of like the super christian girls from my high school who do the like yeah i'm gonna be very demure and i'm gonna like respect men above all else and i'm gonna shit on everyone else because you're mm-hmm. not as good as me but i'm not as good as my great husband yeah yes i i get that for sure yeah she definitely gives off those vibes yeah and she just i don't know she just seems like such a like a stick in the mud compared to Josiah. Mm-hmm. Like they just don't seem to be suited for each other at all. I don't know. Oh, um, so it is. But yeah, this episode starts off with Josiah, or I guess the Duggar sisters are taking Lauren out for dinner because they've, the Duggar family has known the Swanson family for about seven years. I'm sure through their weird fundy stuff. Yeah. They met at one of those fucking conferences. Right. Um, so the Duggar sisters are taking Lauren out to dinner and talking about, oh, the future. And, oh, do you like Josiah? Oh, I know Josiah is so excited you're here. And then, of course, fucking Josiah shows up out of the blue and asks her to court. Um, and they side hug it out. Yeah. And yes. his reasoning for why he likes Lauren in this part, which just killed me, was, uh, well, you know, she really has a head on her shoulders. Not a good one, just a wow. head. She is not decapitated. <laughs> Any old head'll do. Um, yeah, it was interesting too because as like the Duggar sisters were kind of describing Lauren and describing Josiah, they were talking about how they kind of balance each other out because Josiah's really out outspoken and really like energetic and Lauren's more like I don't know, boring. like planned and <laughs> boring. And I was just like, Yeah, it doesn't that sounds like People like who, a bad two people thing. who should not be together. Yeah, yeah like, like you have to have a similar level of adventure. Like right, definitely have to be exact, but like close. Right, some differences are usually very good in relationships, but like they seem like such different people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, they're courting now, so they are good for them. Um, so this was a new thing that I learned from this section. They're allowed to like video chat and talk on the phone and stuff without chaperones and like without parent listening in i guess yeah i don't i feel like i remember them like in earlier courtships them explicitly saying that they did not so i don't know if maybe that's a change or if that's like a depends on the couple type thing but i mean that they should be allowed to have some conversations alone (laughs) yeah like this seems it's a shame that they end up hating each other because like Ginger and Jeremy did not have this level of like mm-hmm. discussion yeah. when they and were like Jessa and Ben I don't think did either and Jill yeah. and Derek like I think that it was all pretty much monitored yeah and now all the little kids get lax 
I'm also just wondering if that's just a different rule rule that the Duggars have for their daughters versus their sons. Yeah. And the the fact that like Lauren's parents are okay with it means that she's allowed to do it. But like the fact that the Duggars aren't okay with their daughters do it mean that they can't do it. So that's fair. I I guess I kind of understand that it's stupid, but they have, I think they probably have wildly different views and expectations on courting, depending on if it's a girl or a boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they would not disown a boy who broke a code according rule but i think the right. girls would be sent to the sentence yes in. <laughs> probably <laughs> something yeah um and then at one point in time after he court posed um he he asks are we gonna go really fast or really slow and they're like all guessing when they're gonna like get married and fuck and she just looks at him and she says, well, it's not up to me. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, no, it's definitely up to you, too, bitch. Like, this is your life, too. I yeah. cannot stand people like that. Like, no. I know. Like, just you, because you, can, you have a say in how your relationship goes. Mm hmm. Exactly. Like, that's that's not a cute look for me. Sorry. No. And yeah, I think that's part of the reason why, like, she she does seem like the very much like the Christian like, I think I'm better than everyone else because I think my husband's better and, like, I will do anything for my husband type I would people die for I, him. Ugh. God. I mean. I would die ugh. for my husband, but I wouldn't die for him in, like, a stupid Bible way. I would <laughs> die for my husband, but I wouldn't let him decide when we're getting married. Oh, no. No, no, no. No. And I mean, like, if you want to be generous, maybe she's like, it's up to you because you're the one doing the proposing. But it doesn't seem like that. But it's not either because he proposed, like, if he proposes, that doesn't, that still doesn't mean, like, your engagement can be however long you want it to be. True. Yeah. I it's all dumb. But also, like, you <laughs> should know, like, I'm a firm believer that, like, you should probably talk about when you want to get engaged and when you want to, mm-hmm. like, do that with your spat. Like, that should be, like, a conversation you have. And it should never just be, like, a surprise. Yeah. Because yeah, it should at least be on your mind. like Right, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, you know, where do you see this, this relationship going? Well, I think it could yeah. go all the way. Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's it for this episode on them, but they'll come back. We'll talk more about them as they mm-hmm. as we get on with the episodes. The other storyline, story the other plot line of this episode was it was Ben and Jess's third wedding anniversary and ben decides that he's going to cook dinner for jessa while she goes out to get her nails done with her sisters mm-hmm. which was nice of him to think it about, was I guess. it was very nice of him and he babysat the kids his own mm-hmm. children babysat his own kids right yep and uh <laughs> he did refer to steak as arkansas escargot at one point and i wanted to die yeah that's fair that, that is fair the end of my life mm-hmm. um I don't know. He had a hard time with the kids, but it was really funny when the baby, Henry, was, like, throwing a fit and, like, dad, 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 and then he put him in the high chair, gave him some Cheerios, and the kid just, like, fucking zonked out, and he just, like, wedged a dog toy in between his head, basically. (laughs) That was so funny when he was, like, putting a little pillow under his head, but it was, like, a little toy. It wasn't even, like, a like Jackson was has good. this little like Grinch that does, that's the squeaky Grinch and that's exactly uh-huh. what it looked like. It looked like a little Grinch. Yeah. That's what he had. His little Grinch. Um, yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, he makes dinner for her. He also had a necklace made for her, which was 
definitely the type of necklace a husband gets made for his wife. It was like mm-hmm. heart-shaped, birthstones, you know, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then... But it's um, thoughtful. It was. It was good. It was fine. It was... It's mm-hmm. straight people. You, they only can do so much. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's um, <laughs> It's true. God, what was the other thing? Oh, fucking Spurgeon still not not convinced that kid's not actually like Damien from The Omen. Because at this one, they're like, Spurgeon, you want to watch a cartoon? And he goes, ah! and like starts screaming into the room. And I'm like, okay. Is that not, is that not what you do when you get asked if you want to watch a cartoon? Is that not no, a normal I reaction? I don't go supersonic. Oh, uh, well... That makes one of us. So sorry, <laughs> you're of the devil too, but that would be okay. I mean, that's that's fair. It's not wrong. It's not completely wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Um, I don't have anything else to say about them. Yeah, yeah. There, that was that was pretty much it. Um, let's go back to Greece. We'll go back bit. to Greece. Let's go back. And this is when they go to the food tour. Yes, 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 yes. In Athens, right? Um. Which does and have a ticket so, thing, too. <laughs> yes. They had a ticket. That, that was the part. They had a ticket thing. Um, and it was really so bad to watch them, like, try to figure out how to work it, even though there was, like, a clear sign to, yeah, of, like... For, that's an English flag from England, yeah, where they to, speak English. Right. Um, to collect, to, like, translate the machine, and they didn't get it until, like, the very end. And then they were asking a person in the station for directions to where, for like where they were supposed to go. And it was a guy who like was very nice and like pointed to them and like helped them. But Joe was responding in Spanish. I know. Okay. I, I have to <laughs> confess. I don't really speak any other language than English, like fluently, like maybe French. Mm-hmm. But when I went to Greece, I fucking spoke Spanish to everyone. I'm not even kidding. Like three people who were on the trip with me did too. Like would be like, oh, you know, just trying to speak English. And they'd be like, see, see. And you're like, what's wrong with me? I don't know. There must be something in the Greek water that makes you speak Maybe. Spanish there. Maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's so um, weird though, because I saw that. And that's I was like, so funny. We all have done this. And I don't know how. Why We've is this all happening? spoken Spanish in Greece. All of us. <laughs> um. I know. But... <laughs> I mean, like, it's so weird. And maybe it's just because we've grown up in America and, like, Spanish, especially in the South and South. Yeah, it's, like, the most common other language, I would say. Yeah, so your brain just kind of is like, oh, God, panic, Spanish. But, like, even Chris has done it in different countries. Like, I think in Amsterdam he spoke Spanish. So. Yeah. 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 Shit happens. I mean, I guess I get that. (laughs) But it was funny because I have never done the same thing as a Duggar before, but now I have. Aw, congratulations. How does it feel? Not great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we'll move on. Um, So then they go on this walking food tour in Athens, um, and they go to a meat market on this tour, which I loved Mm -hmm. watching because... uh, they, they were going they like did not know how to react to it and at one point the guide says something is testicles and Kendra just kind of giggled a little bit and I like genuinely don't think she knows what testicles are I know just I like from her reactions no no she <laughs> was giggling at everything and was just like so gross well, out, yeah which is so funny because like it's that just, would be me too me. though probably honestly I, 
I get really grossed out really easily, like by anything. I guess I'm just not that grossed out by food stuff anymore. Food stuff is the thing that grosses. Like I don't get grossed out by like gore, Mm -hmm. but food stuff grosses me out so much. So like I get it. I don't know what it is. Well, so I'm Joe and you're Kendra. (laughs) We're match made in heaven. (laughs) At least we're happy together in our really. At least we are. Where she can't even eat cooked spinach. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm not that bad. I can eat cooked spinach. I yeah. just get grossed out easily. Is, yeah, you is just all. don't want to see, like, hanging carcasses that exactly. you just have to cut down to eat. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to think about where the meat has come from. I just want to eat it. don't want to see how the sausage is made. Correct. Literally. Um, oh, yeah, and then <laughs> there was one part of this that made me want to die, especially, which was when um, the... <laughs> the tour guide wants them from. to sample some olives. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Joe hates olives, I guess. Right? Is that the thing? Yeah, he hates olives. Yeah, Joe hates olives. And Kendra, and so Kendra likes olives. Kendra eats an olive. Yeah, so Kendra eats her olive. And then they like, I wonder if I could taste that after kissing you. And so they like kiss, but not just like them kissing. He's also like licking his lips and like seeing and if he could taste. Like- it's like... They're all just like pushing their like lips out so that he can taste the inside of her mouth to see if he likes olives, which first of all, you're not going to like olives that way. That's not how you find out if you like olives, but I just wanted to die so much watching that. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I just feel so bad for that tour guide. Like she somehow got through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also had to like teach them that like salad does not inherently mean lettuce uh-huh. because they were confused when they because they all like made an, uh, a Greek salad together and Greek mm-hmm. salad doesn't have lettuce and I mean I do understand like being confused about that since there are other like vegetables and stuff in it but like have you ever heard of fruit salad mm-hmm. have you ever heard of like macaroni macaroni salad like not yeah, every salad, salad has lettuce in it yeah, yeah. salad <laughs> like, has a different meaning than just lettuce salad just means like a mix of things put together in a bowl and not exactly cooked. oh maybe yes cooked. yes i don't know cooked question mark this is the same thing cooked? as what i torture chris with is uh when I ask him if a hot dog is a sandwich and then he gets so mad at me for the rest of the day. It is, though. It, fucking it is. is a sandwich. It's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. Oh, God. He's going to listen to this episode and he's going to die. Chris, hot dogs are sandwiches. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so as you, do you have anything to say about the food tour? Anything else? Um. No. Let's go to the ferry to okay. Santorini. Let's go to Santorini. So they take a ferry to Santorini. Um, and that, this was, I think the part where he licks his plate mm-hmm. on the ferry and which like it's fairy food, but it's not that good. Like it's good yeah. that it was tasty, but like, I don't think it's lick your plate good on a ferry. No, I don't think almost anything is lick your plate good on a ferry. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, when they get to Santorini, they walk around and get like yodeled at by a theater troupe and happens. My favorite part of this episode which i think i'm doing it out of order but where they say that they were married and the actress gives him a kiss on each cheek because that's like a greeting etc and he almost just like straight up kissed her on the mouth he didn't know what was happening he's like i cheated on my wife (laughs) he's so he's just he's a clueless man he has like that like the two cheek kiss thing is like a 
you should it's a widely known thing first yeah. of all you should expect it and then second of all his reaction like he was like trying to justify it and everything and i'm like honey it is not that big of a deal yeah it's no different than like a handshake it's not yeah yeah you're not yeah. making out with anybody you're not no. confessing your love to them you're just kissing the air by their face yeah it's just like a greeting um probably not the best one during covid but yeah. a greeting um yeah, so yeah, that was that was amazing though. I loved that part yeah. too. Um, and so then they went and got a four wheeler, I guess, to drive around. Mm-hmm. And then they right. got they went to go do paddle boarding and got paddle boarding lessons. Mm-hmm. And paddleboarded at Black Sand Beach, which did make me laugh because they're like, like you know, some volcano or something. And I'm like, you know, Vesuvius, Etna, all the like big <laughs> some, ones, something, the historical ones. No big deal. They keep blowing people up and killing them and stuff like those those <laughs> those ones those are the ones but yeah i think i don't know i um like they like i said they seem happy together which is good i guess mm-hmm. um also this this episode ends with kendra being like i'm not pregnant that i know of we haven't taken a test yet she's fucking pregnant she's pregnant um Anyway, so I made the joke. I was talking to Chris when we were watching this and I was like, you know, Kendra is the girl who would have had sex the first time in high school and gotten pregnant. And Chris was like, this is that she's still high school age. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. It's. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get into. Let's actually just go right. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? I think that's all I had. Okay. Let's move on to episode two, which is called, mine was called Make Room for Baby. Mine was um, as well. Perfect. Um, and so this episode starts off, uh, Joe and Kendra are getting their house together to move into, which mm-hmm. uh, we talked a little bit about last time, but it was, it's basically uh, grandma, one of Grandma Duggar's old houses that they moved onto their property. So they literally are living 500 feet from the Duggar house, mm-hmm. which kill me now. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so they're getting their house together and this is when Kendra reveals that she is pregnant. Um, and so, which like, what the fuck, how I'm not even going to get into it again because I talked about it a lot last episode with Joy, but like, I just, why, how, who, what, how are they so fertile? Like, is it just, I don't know. I don't even it's know. crazy. And I think Kendra is particularly fertile too because she like literally I think of all of the couples her and Joe are like the ones that are probably going to be most likely to rival Michelle and Jim Bob and number like, of kids because they're already on their third? third. Yeah. She's on their mm-hmm. she's pregnant with their third and that, they've been married for like 3 years now. Yeah. I remember she announced she was pregnant with her third like literally like 6 months after her second was born. Oh my god. They don't yeah, it's like insane. She um, must have like a thousand million eggs and like just I don't have know. like a fucking barca lounger as a uterus or something because they're all like, we're just gonna hang out here and just we're fucking chilling and then they come together. Something is different with their anatomy, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um but they're planning to reveal to the families um the big news by putting together a nursery and showing them when they show off the house. And they have enlisted Jessa and Jana for their help because, of course, mm-hmm. you need Jessa and Jana, especially yeah. Jana. You've got to get mom. Yeah, you got to get mom. Um, do we want to go just kind of what's happening in this episode or do we want to do... Yeah, let's just go. Yeah, okay. that's fine. So the next thing that happens is Ginger and Jeremy are going piano shopping. 
which mm-hmm. ooh, foreshadowing. Ooh. Um, yes. She he he gets really freaked out by how expensive pianos are, which is very funny because pianos seem expensive. Like yeah, like I yeah he was like shocked, and I'm like yeah that seemed like there's a reason not a ton of people have pianos. Like they're big and expensive, and that's yeah. a big object. That's an instrument. Like yeah, they're expensive. And I've got like a whole lot of little stuff in there doing stuff because like yeah I played yeah, piano all kinds as of a parts. kid and had a piano. I had actually the piano that Ginger got, except, you know, the 20 Hell years yes. younger version, and it was brown right. and not shiny. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, those fuckers have, like, 88 little hammers hitting 88 little strings. Yep. <sighs> They're, it's an intricate, intricate object. Like, lots of pieces, lots of things mm-hmm. to, you know, make sure good quality objects. I don't think they can be, like, factory made. Like, they have to be, like, strung by right. a craftsman. Right, right. Mm-hmm. but yeah that was funny yeah. um also <laughs> this whole time like jeremy's acting a fool because he's jeremy and the producers are like asking ginger if she's embarrassed to be seen in public with jeremy because he's crazy and she's like no but it's like clearly mm-hmm. you are and he needs to like <laughs> stop acting like a child in public mm-hmm. and he was like playing with the nose flute yes and i don't know gross he's just the worst he's just Jeremy is just peak. Like, why is this not about me right now? A hundred percent, yes. Yep. Like, I need attention. I have to make everything a joke. Yep. Even one of the things that you are good at and are passionate about, I'm going to make some jokes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't really have anything. Do you have anything else about that Mm-mm. for now? Mm-hmm. Um. So back at the D- big Duggar house... Josiah is planning to cook Lauren a meal to try to impress her, but he doesn't actually cook her anything. He literally just finds a bunch of fucking leftovers in the fridge, including old guacamole and a bunch of like leftover fajita meat and like beans and rice. And he just like warms it up. That's Mm -hmm. not cooking. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It was so dumb and gross. And apparently Lauren is maybe celiac or maybe just wheat Mm -hmm. is of Satan. Um, and like, so he's just like whipping all this stuff in there. And I'm like, if she actually has something that could really fuck her up. Yeah, it can. And like gluten, that's like a sneaky thing sometimes. Like I've had to cut out a bunch of shit for my diet to like, see if I was allergic to anything and like gluten's in a lot of things. Yeah. yeah everything so, pretty much. Yeah. Back. Like especially frozen stuff. Right, and, like, stuff from restaurants, too. Like, I, when I was on this particular diet, I could not eat it from any restaurant because it had, like, all kinds of different contaminants and, like, allergens and stuff. So, yeah, just, like, finding random leftovers in a in a to-go box, like, probably not the best idea for somebody who has a gluten intolerance. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, like, the guacamole he served was apparently, like, really fucking old and disgusting, and that's, like, that's not... Nah, that's like gross. what if it wasn't guacamole? What if it was just like some kind of face mask that Jana had whipped up in there from like avocado oh, and honey no. and stuff? Because like it didn't have salsa in it. It was smooth and it didn't green. look like guacamole. Yeah, no. it was like it looked like fucking pea soup or something. Like yeah. it was not. It looked like a seaweed face mask. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I hope that's what it was. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he just like finds a random bowl with green liquid and is like, "This is guacamole. Let's eat it." Mm-hmm. And then they're just, like, talking the whole time about courtship and Mm -hmm. stuff. And Lauren's family is just learning what courtship is. 
Which is interesting. Right. Yeah, I mean, Lauren is the oldest kid, and so, like, this yeah. is the first time that they've experienced it, so maybe that's kind of what she means. Like, they're the yeah. first time, like, navigating it, but I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. It is. The whole Swanson clan seems very weird. <laughs> they are. Yes. Um. Anything else um, on this part? I don't think so. Um... Oh, yeah, this was the episode, too, where they did a bunch of, like, talking head scenes about dating restrictions that all of the couples have had, and they noticeably did not have a Jill one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then um, another thing in this episode is Joy and Austin go for a checkup with their midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to laugh watching this because, um, and obviously, like, I understand that needles are a big fear of a lot of people, and it's a valid fear. And I actually used to be very scared of needles, too, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was laughing very hard when Jill was, Jill, sorry, when Joy was freaking out over getting her finger pricked. Um, yeah, because those are so tiny, little needles, and they just go, yeah. As like as first of all as a diabetic that's funny because I do that like literally like while driving without even wincing and it's fine, <laughs> but like even when I was scared of needles when I had to get my blood sugar tested the first few times like that one didn't hurt particularly but uh-uh. like I don't know some people are weird about it like I remember being in the hospital when I was first diagnosed and my dad was like oh you want to practice checking your blood sugar check my blood sugar and so I did it for him and he fucking cried. <sighs> That's an iconic dad move. Holy shit. Yes, he did. And I'm like, okay, uh, cool. You're like, fuck, I'm not doing this. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, and God, so she's afraid of the needle. And then she says the worst thing that anyone has ever said on a Duggar show, which is a lot. She says, <laughs> saying something. Well, I could have just picked a scab for you. Whoa, that, that's disgusting. That looked that crazy on my audiogram. That noise. <laughs> oh, mine too. I love it. Um, yeah, that's disgusting, and that's like such yeah. a like. I don't know. I find I think Joy is probably like just gross. Yeah, she's that's gross. the vibes I get from her. I mean, and that's fine. Be gross, girl. Just be gross. Sure, yeah. But don't say it. Don't say scab stuff no. to us. D- yeah, no, I don't need to hear about scabs. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, the, I mean, the meeting or the midwife meeting went fine. They talk about how Joy needs to work on her diet and how they're considering doing a water birth, um, which I won't talk about. I won't spoil it for you. Um, <laughs> but they're just, you know, kind of preparing for the preparing for the the birth of the baby, uh-huh. which I just love how Joy was like her midwife says to her, you need to eat more greens. And Joy is just like. Uh, the yeah, like, level like, of disgust that she yes. had on her face was yeah so yeah. much i think she probably it seems like she has the diet of like a, a kindergartner or something she only eats orange things yeah or like dino chicken nuggets yeah, and those are orange. cheese which yeah close enough i'm i mean i get it yeah um yeah so the end of this episode is the big reveal um, and Jess and Ben and Jana helping Joe and Kendra move in all their furniture and stuff and set up the nursery. Um, and, and yeah, they're having a baby. The, we have the proof that Jana is, in fact, the iconic lesbian because she gets mm-hmm. into the fucking like ditch digger. They're all like, oh, Hell I don't yeah. think you can get past it. And she's just like stone faced, just like, I'll do it. And she just does it. And they're all like, she just it's does all it. of her. 
I know. They called her a Jana of all trades, uh-huh. which is funny. But like, yeah, for sure. She just she just does whatever she wants. Good for her. Yeah, give that girl some Carhartt. Just oh, let her God. free. Let her make her let her thrive. <laughs> all right. Oh, and this was also one of my favorite. Sorry, I have to add a, a line. One of my favorite dumb Jim Bob quotes after they find out Fuck. that Joe and Kendra are expecting. Uh huh. <laughs> when he said. Well, it looks like we're having grandbabies faster than babies. No fucking shit, Jim Bob. That's how it works. Yeah, that's that's how exponential growth works. When you have more than one person that can get pregnant. There are, yes, yes. You have several adult children now. So multiple of them could be pregnant at the same time. Spoiler I did alert. get like half traumatized by this, though, by that statement, though, because then I was like, oh, fuck. It's going to be so easy for them to like populate the earth. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Like they're already at 19 grandkids. Yeah. And they don't have all 19 kids married off. So. No, they don't even have half of them married off, I don't think. So, like. Phew. Yeah. Arkansas is yeah, just going to be Duggars. Just Duggars. Duggars all the way down. All right. Episode three. Okay. So, moving on to episode three. Um, so Joe and Kendra go to their first doctor's appointment for mm-hmm. the baby and she's 13 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kendra reveals that she is going to be doing a hospital birth. Thank God. I know. Um, and she's like justifying it. She's like, well, my mom did it. And it's like, no, you don't need to ask why you're going to the hospital to give yeah. birth. I think that that's yeah, you illogical. literally could just say pregnancy is kind of a scary thing and lots of dangerous medical things could happen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she said like it's my first pregnancy. I don't know what I don't know what labor is gonna be like for me, which is smart and what all of them should be doing. Like you should yeah. go to the fucking hospital. Yeah, just for the first one at least. Like at sure. least, yes. Um, but yeah, she's not gonna have. She's hopefully not gonna have an epidural. Which girl, fine. Why? Just I don't know why, but fine. Um, yeah, but baby is fine. Yeah, everything seems to be good with that. Um, Kendra did a lot of annoying giggling. As as always, that's yeah. pretty much in every Kendra scene. There's a ton of uncontrollable, it's just very so obnoxious laughing, giggling. Yes. Okay. So then the next thing that happens in this episode is Ginger and Jeremy are in Pennsylvania with Jeremy's parents. Jeremy's mom um, has a nonprofit called SWAN, which is a music mentoring program for kids with incarcerated parents. Scaling walls a note at a time. I love that. It's beautiful. Are the walls they're scaling prison walls? Because like I don't understand See, this imagery. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess I know the scale. I get that. Yeah, like scales and notes, but scaling walls when you're talking about like incarcerated people feels. Yeah, it is. Like I'm sure they mean like the walls, like the barriers in mm-hmm. your life. But like, yeah, it is a little bit like of a. Hmm, maybe you should have thought that through a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But she did birth Jeremy, so. It's true. It's true. Um, they're in town to go to a gala, and Jer- Ginger is going to be performing there as well. Um, but while they are there, they are going to be talking about the fact that, guess what? Ginger is pregnant. And I love that they know that she is pregnant because, like, they have, like, suspicions. Because she's like, oh, no coffee for me. Because her only personality mm-hmm. trait is coffee. The coffee, that was the that was a tell-all. They couldn't get they couldn't get away with it after that. So mm-hmm. they gave her, like, a little gift. And she was confused at first because she opened it and it said grandma and grandpa. And she was like, I think this is for your grandma and grandpa. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, no, honey. Then your grandma. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. 
and then she lost it and didn't even read the rest of the note because she got so like freaked out by the fact that she was going to be a grandma. It happens. I get that. That's fair. At least Ginger and Jeremy were married for like a year before she got pregnant. You know, at least yeah. they were able, to, at least, I don't know. I just, the the ones that got pregnant right away, especially since they were so young too, I think mm-hmm. is the big problem, but it's just like, uh, at least they got to get to know each other a little bit by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not immediately toss in the stress of having a newborn. Exactly. Um, all right. So... I didn't really have anything else to say about that part, except all I wrote was, Jesus, there are so many of them pregnant at the same time. I know. That's why this season's like crazy. Um, yeah, this is like the baby tornado. Right. And this isn't even the biggest one. There's one, <laughs> the one that um, last November, not like November of 2019, mm-hmm. uh, like seven baby girls were born. Holy shit. All girls. It was crazy. Wow. Um, anyway. So, moving on, Joy and Austin are still working on their goddamn house, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're hoping, though, that it'll be done before the baby comes. (sighs) I haven't watched the rest of the season yet, but I'm assuming it's not done by the time (laughs) I don't even remember. (laughs) I I doubt it is, though, because every single time they talk about it, it's like six more months later that Mm -hmm. it's going to be until they're ready. I mean, she's literally like very pregnant now she's very pregnant yeah do any second now pretty much we'll get it done in six months and then another yeah and it's like (sighs) and then they're just gonna fucking sell it yeah which i mean i know he flips houses for a living but can't you just have one for yourself and not flip it like yeah yeah like you need to live somewhere too brother no gonna live in the rv forever that's i mean it's cheaper i guess (laughs) <laughs> not emotionally yeah. Um, um but yeah watching like a teenage joy pregnant as fuck like i know she's not i don't know how old she is she might be like 19 or 20 but like watching her pregnant as fuck working on that house was just like so surreal i don't know yeah. it's just like what an interesting life you lead right By like, interesting i mean horrifying yeah i don't i mean i get that she kind of likes doing it i guess but i don't know right. did she That's like fine. doing it before i don't i don't think i don't I, I mean, I don't remember her ever doing that before, but she's also really young, so who knows? Yeah. I don't know if she ever really expressed interest before Austin or not, but who yeah. knows? I hope she likes it. Maybe she and Chip and Joanna Gaines are going to start flipping houses together. Hell yes. Hell yes. TLC and Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Joanna will come in and decorate. Right. Um. So then we go back to the gala and Ginger... <laughs> is planning on accompanying one of the swan students named brianna on piano mm-hmm. um and it was very awkward because was. brianna was very nervous which i understand yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it was it was it felt weird the whole gala also felt yeah. weird it was yeah. i don't mm, just those like rich bitch fundraising events where they trot out yeah. like one disenfranchised child to perform for all of the rich white people in the room feels rough. cringy at yeah. best yeah yeah definitely i feel the same way and it was just all very awkward in general yeah well i mean this whole thing was awkward because then after the gala we go to the little small Duggar girls recording a fucking album. Oh, God. Which, by the way, this is on Spotify, and I looked it up earlier, and I listened, <laughs> I listened to the song that they were recording in here, uh-huh. and it starts out, 
and it's just like background music and like Michelle talking and she's like Jesus is why we're so happy all the time and I'm like this is the worst thing I've ever heard but yeah if you're interested go to Spotify look it up I just the Duggar have a Girls. happy heart because of Jesus <laughs> because of Jesus and then Jesus um, sings the national fucking anthem but we did get to um, revisit Ben does anybody here believe it I would that was Anytime I can go back to that moment is a good time for me because that is my favorite Duggar moment of all time, I think. Yeah. At least in Counting On. Yeah. Um, Does anybody here believe it? Here's a question I have for you. Who sang it better? Did Josie sing the Star Spangled Banner or Lady Gaga at the inauguration? I mean, it's tough, but Lady Gaga really knew that there were more than one bomb. So I think. She did know that. Also, Lady Gaga has fibromyalgia, and anybody who could do anything with fibromyalgia is my hero automatically. So she automatically gets points. Plus, you know, she's fucking Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Josie. Sorry, Josie. You got some work to do. Yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga has, like, classical training and, like, et cetera. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. I guess it's not really fair, but, you know. We can't 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 compare. I literally watched them. I literally watched these back to back. Like I finished this episode like an hour before or like 10 minutes before the all the inauguration stuff started. And so like half an hour to an hour later, I was watching Lady Gaga sing. And so it was hard for me to not think of the the two singing, you know, side by side of my brain. God. God. That's funny. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they record their album. They record their little, I just have a happy heart. Because, because of Jesus. Jesus. That's, you know, it, it slaps. It's so slaps. That's going to be our new theme song. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. Sue us, Michelle. Um, <laughs> go for it. I'd love it. Um, yeah, and then this episode ends with Josiah and Lauren going out for ice cream with all of Lauren's younger siblings. Lauren has eight siblings. Mm-hmm. All the girl names start with an L and all the boy names start with a D. Mm-hmm. Is it is it D for like dicks? Dicks. No, I think <laughs> the mom and dad are L and D and that's oh, how yeah. they got it from, I think. That makes sense. Um, yeah, which I mean, I guess that's better than all J's. I mean, at least yeah. you got two different letters. Yeah, though they did name one of their children, their younger girl children, Liss. Yeah. Like that doesn't sound like a name. Sometimes you got to make them up when you got these rules, like, you know. I mean, just call her, like, Lisa or something really old and boring, but, like, Liss. Yeah. L- yeah. Um, That's a nickname for Alyssa. <laughs> yes. Liss. Yes. <sighs> Lissa. Yeah. Lissa. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's all I really have to say about that episode. Yeah. It went, it, the ice cream time went exactly how you imagine children yeah, at an ice was... cream shop would go. Right. And um, Josiah ended the episode by making the joke that it was there to break the ice cream. Ha ha. So funny. The humor runs in the family. It's just, oh God, it's, it's incredible. Um, all, right. all right, let's move on. Let's do next episode, which I have is called Ginger and Jeremy's Little Secret. I don't know if that's what it is. Who knows? Yeah, mine was called that, but also called Unexpected. Okay, so it was one of those. Yeah. But it's the fourth episode. <laughs> yes. And um, actually, this kind of 
goes, we're going from ice cream and now we're going to a creamery because Jessa and Ben are taking their kids to a creamery to see goats because Spurgeon loves goats because he's a fucking demon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I it all makes wrote sense. that Spurgeon was bonding with Black Phillip because he immediately went for that black goat and was like, hello, friend. And that goat's it like, all oh, yes. Makes sense. It all makes sense. Oh, God. Um, and speaking of Spurgeon, at the very beginning of this, did you hear when they were putting him in the car and he went, like that fucking meme? He. If you didn't notice it, go back and listen to it. But he sounded just like that fucking, like, I'm going to I'm going to watch that again when it I go downstairs because I need to know. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um Oh, here's the part where they talk about Central America again because mm-hmm. they're talking about goat cheese and Jessa says she's had goat cheese in Central America, which like okay, but like is goat cheese that unusual of a thing? I feel like I've had no. goat cheese so many times it's in not, my life. That's not that weird. I live in the fucking I mean, I lived in Ohio and West Virginia. I don't live in like fucking super exotic places yeah Yeah. Yeah, i've had goat cheese plenty goat cheese is just goat cheese and uh, i don't know most people have eaten it i guess probably it wasn't as popular as it is now like back Mm -hmm. you know 20 years ago i don't remember that much goat cheese but like oh yeah it's everywhere now they're only like you know 25 or whatever so like they're they would have seen goat cheese Mm -hmm. uh you, you you faded out for a second, but you're back. I know. I saw um, it on mine then, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. And then they had all the Duggars, like, try goat cheese. And mm-hmm. I know goat cheese is kind of like a, a lot of people don't like it at all. Yeah. It's kind of, like, sharp. Yeah. And I get that. I like goat cheese, though. I but I get too. it. But they were acting like it was fucking, like, liquid shit that they were eating. That it was the guacamole in the bowl. <laughs> From Josiah. That's yeah, exactly. That's what they should make him eat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did like that. Uncultured. Um, Josie really liked it. And she did. Yeah. She was like, "I'm like hell yeah, hell yeah, Josie, hell Josie, hell yeah, fuck him up, Josie." And I don't know. It was they all just kind of liked it, and they were like, "Oh, this is surprisingly good." And you're like, "Yeah," because it's just it's a cheese. different milk. All cheese. It's is fucking good. cheese. <laughs> cheese is incredible. Um, um and god spurgeon again screamed at the cheese which course. means what else are you gonna do definitely more satanic and then at the very end of this like trip there he fucking crawls under the cheese fridge like he's gonna i don't even know live there forever and hide under people's beds to kill them i don't know <sighs> probably that was probably his on his mind for sure yeah he's he like, wanted to live close to the goats so they could like communicate with each other and do fucked up demonic things hell yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's true it's true um so the other part of this episode um is ginger and jeremy are in town Mm -hmm. uh, because they are going to take pictures uh for the little girl's album cover because of course nobody can take a picture like ginger so nobody um but they're also planning to use this time to announce their pregnancy to their family Mm mm-hmm yeah, only Ben and Jessa know. And yeah, Ben and Jessa know. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about this plot yeah. point because it was just like, yeah, we cool, can just we've go seen over real like quick. Three fucking birth announcements, like pregnancy yeah. announcements. Now <laughs> it's not 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 nearly as exciting when it's just like one after the fucking other. Mm-hmm. But basically, what they do is 
Ginger is taking up photos of the little girls and they decide to take like some family photos. And so Ginger has one of them take a picture of her and Jeremy and Jim she Bob. has a little sign that says Jim Bob. Yes. Takes a picture of Ginger and Jeremy and they have a little sign that says we're expecting. Mm-hmm. And that's how they all find out. Um, and then my favorite part of this was, though, when they got back to the big house and they were going to tell the rest of the family who weren't at the photo shoot. And they did it in, like, the most Duggar way possible, which was, like, sliding it into the nightly prayer where yeah. Jeremy was like, God bless this baby in Ginger's womb. And everyone's like, wait a second. Yeah. It all takes them. They're like, what? what? Like, triple what? take. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, we're so fucking shocked. Yeah, what One of the, the Duggar else? girls is pregnant. Yeah, what the fuck else can it's their Tuesday. girls do? <laughs> yeah. I did like that. I think it was Josie, again, icon, um, who, when they announced it, they, she said, we're having a baby to her because, like, she didn't really read the sign. And she's like, oh, a mm-hmm. baby's cool. Like, I guess yeah. it's fine. Like, meh. Like, she's yeah, she was it. like, I couldn't even read the sign. She was like, I don't care. I'm just annoyed that I couldn't read the sign. And she's like, I thought I weren't married. You're like, yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much all i have to say about that we get yeah. it they're having a baby um, um speaking of babies <laughs> yeah the other part of this episode is joy and austin going on a baby moon to a nearby yurt to go mm-hmm. ice fishing because that sounds like a perfect baby moon to me uh-huh yeah yeah with your wife who has never been fishing i don't believe this is going to mm-hmm. be her first time trying fishing and so it's like, yeah, yes. let's do it in the winter, in the cold, where we sleep in a yurt with a pond. And you're nine months pregnant. Yeah. And have a cold, too. She had to, said she had a cold. Ugh, probably Rona. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, I mean, she had Rona the second time, or the third time she was pregnant, so. Shit. Um, yeah. yeah. They go to the yurt. They can't end up, they don't end up fishing. They try to fish, but then it was, like, crazy because they got into this, like, random boat that they just, like, found, uh-huh. which, like, first of all, okay. And it's, like, fucking icy as hell. And so yeah. you make your, like, very pregnant w- wife get into this boat with you and then bring her out to the middle of this icy river. Like, what happens if you guys get stuck? Like, Yeah, what happens if the boat, like, sinks and then you're stuck under the ice? I've watched way too much. I shouldn't be alive yeah. for this. Like, <laughs> it's just, like... I don't know. And it was just like this whole time, like, sorry, this whole time, Joy seemed like miserable because, Mm -hmm. I mean, she's fucking pregnant and sick and it's cold outside. And that made me like think, like, why the fuck are you doing this on your baby moon? Like, this just seems like something Austin really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And that's like, no, like, if anything, if you want a baby moon, it should be something you both want to do together. And it should be something that's nice and easy and relaxing for the pregnant mother to do. Yeah, no long walks, no, like shoving a boat out onto the ice with a canoe paddle none right. of that yeah like, fuck that wine and dine or not wine just dine yeah she was literally like i feel awful and the smell of fish makes me sick but let's go fucking ice fishing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which i'm glad Yikes. they gave up on that pretty yes <laughs> and they ended up just having chicken which i'm sure joy was very happy about so yes chicken tenders. good for them um, the other fucking thing in this, God, God, in this episode, and I think it's kind of the last thing of this episode that's, yeah. that we haven't talked about yet, is Josiah goes to Lauren to get a beard trim and a haircut, and, like, why? What is this? 
Yeah, and it was interesting too because Kendra kept like Kendra and some of the other daggers were talking about like, oh yeah, like cutting your boyfriend's hair. It's like a great way to get to know each other. And it's like, no, that's not a normal activity. Like if your girlfriend's a hairstylist, sure. Yeah. But like you could go to a barber shop, Josiah, or like your mom probably cuts your hair still. So why are you going like it's just it just seemed so it's stupid. Lauren's to me. gonna be his new mom wife. She's got to learn to be take over his mom's duties. Ugh, yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah, it fucking is gross. And I don't know. It was just, like, so awkward and horrible. And then at the end, when he's, like, talking and he has the, like, most intense lines of razor burn on his fucking neck that looks like he got chewed up in a fucking... I don't know what it is. What's that thing where you put the logs in and it comes out wood chips? <laughs> wood chipper i don't know thank you i think that's it once i said wood chips i was like i think that might be it but wood chipper sounds right we'll go with it this poor dude looks Um, like he's been through the ringer yeah and he had to like pretend that it was like oh it's great looks great honey yeah it totally doesn't Mm -hmm. hurt on my skin right now or i don't want to die right now (laughs) Uh, well shall we move on let's let's go to the last episode to episode five I don't even know how this how the, how did this fucking episode get even more heteronormative than all of the other episodes. It just keeps getting better, doesn't it, baby? This one's called an explosive reveal. Shooting explosives with guns. <laughs> Shooting explosives. So yeah, that's well. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Boiler. I'm trying to think of where I want to start because there's kind of like a lot that happens in this episode. Not oh. really, but like yeah. there's a, d- a lot of different stuff going on. Um, let's just start at the beginning of the episode. Okay. This episode starts and it is Ginger and Jeremy's first wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Jeremy is planning to surprise her not only with a new piano, but also with a surprise trip from the Duggar family themselves. Yeah. Uh, because Ginger is very homesick, even though she was like just there, which makes me feel like, makes it seem like she's probably not doing great being away from her family, which sucks. Um, and then it just moves her further the next season, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) To L.A. Yeah. um, So Jeremy takes her to dinner and, you know, they're discussing their marriage and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And while they're at dinner, the Duggar family is infiltrating the Zuala house. And they're just like walking. I don't know. It was weird to watch them like walk through and be like, oh, wow, it looks so nice. And it's like she doesn't even know you're You're, like, obviously, she's fine. But it's weird. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And they end up getting the piano in the house from right, the movers, right. basically. So right. I think that was like the main mm-hmm. reason for them to show up early, early. Right. And so then the, all the the whole Duggar family, it's not all of them, but it's a, a, a lot of the Duggars are Michelle, just like- Michelle, Jim, Bob, and I think every boy that's not married. Yes. And um, they're just like locked in a room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, Ginger and Jeremy come home. Jeremy shows her the piano and she thinks that's her surprise and she's playing the piano and then Jeremy's like, oh, but wait, I'm the most incredible husband in the world, so I have another surprise for you. And then the family walks out and Ginger like loses her mind. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I wrote at the end of this, it just says Ginger is just going to weep for five days straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a nice surprise, but it, I don't know. I just, you know how I feel about Jeremy. <laughs> I know he's such a fucking tool and then okay so here's the I'm just gonna continue on with this plot line yeah go for it because go for after it. they come back from the other plot line they it's the next day and they want to let Ginger and Michelle have some like womb talk have some womb talk have some <laughs> womb 
No, I don't know. I can't make a joke out of that. Observation. Yeah. <laughs> and so all of the men, men folk must leave the house because they cannot know about vaginas. They um, can't have any idea what goes on. So they go grocery shopping and they go and they get all the ingredients to make the Duggar special that I have never seen before. I have only heard of the tater tot casserole and barbecue tuna fish. Uh, the infamous, the infamous Duggar meal. And Jim Bob just says it's mouthwatering at one point, And I think he says it twice. And I didn't know that I didn't have a will to live like at all. Yes. That. Like, but whew. now that is true. Yeah. No, that I mean, I don't know what to say other than like it made me want to throw up this whole scene. I first of all, two of my least favorite things in the world are barbecue sauce and tuna fish. Oh. So, um That's a special hell just for you. Yeah. Um, and then the tater cot casserole is just a hot fucking mess. It looks so gross. Like the meat gets gray. Yeah, like tater tater tots all the way. But like you should make like a cheesy tater tot something like yeah. that would be good yeah like cheesy broccoli but with tots i don't really it, like tots but 100%. i get it i love tots but i don't want the i don't want anything else that was in there in there yeah they traumatize all of the non-duggers that uh, are yes in, in attendance i'm glad you finally got your first experience with tater tot casserole i feel like that's a that's a dugger milestone um, yeah. that you that you need to have under your belt so i'm very proud of you I can't believe I've made it this long without actually ever I, you know, witnessing the tater tot casserole. I feel like it comes up a lot more in like the 19 kids and counting stuff when it's like more about the family themselves and mm -hmm. like how the family functions and less about like the individual couples and stuff like that. Yeah. And about uh, the kids. But yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it it's been a, it's been a while. So congratulations. Yeah. Maybe they get, just got sick of being like roasted for their tater tot casserole. So they just Maybe. don't put it on the show as much anymore. <sighs> um, shall we go back to Joy and Austin? Yes, let's go to Justin. Justin. So they're setting up their nursery. And actually, I forgot. This is actually part of last episode, but I wanted to mention it because this is really disturbing to me. Joy is talking about how the baby is due like right around the one year anniversary of when they were engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been one year, and, I mean, Joy and Austin had a very short courtship, just a couple of months. Then they got engaged, married, and had a baby all within a year. What it's the so fuck? Much. It's so much. No. That is that is horrifying to me, especially for a fucking, like, 18, 19-year-old. Yeah. No. No. No, no thanks. Um, anyway. Yeah. They're setting up their nursery and Austin refuses to even look at instructions because he's horrible and I hate people like that so much. Like, it's one thing if you know how to put it together, but like, you can look at the instructions. It's not like emasculating to do that. Yeah. And it's like, if you wanted to make something without instructions, you, you build it yourself. You, you make right, it yeah. yourself. But if something yes. is already made, like there, there's specific things that you have to do to make it stable for how they've made Especially it. Especially... Yeah, and especially for something like a like this was a crib that they were making. Like that's mm -hmm. something you need to make sure is like a stable like like a piece of furniture that your child's going to be sleeping in. You want to make sure you put it together right. So, mm -hmm. you should probably look at the instructions. Mhm. Mm and no, of course not. But nah. Joy makes him basically. And mm -hmm. fuck, Kendra got in such a good Joe dig in this section cuz she's like he's like, "Oh yeah, I wouldn't use instructions." And she just looks at the camera and says, "He doesn't like to read." I don't know why oh, that was like so like hardcore, but like it's like 
Yikes. But that's for real. Like maybe if the if the instructions were pictures, then maybe, but otherwise no. He only gets the Yikes. IKEA instructions. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. They were talking about how they decided not to find out what they were having because Joy didn't want to. Um, so I mean that's cool. At least they don't have we don't have to go through a gender reveal episode for them. Yeah. Um <laughs> but but yeah, that's pretty much all all I had for for Justin for this episode at mm-hmm. least. Do we wanna go do we wanna do Joe and Kendra first or do we wanna do Josiah and Lauren first? Let's do Josiah and Lauren because that's just real quick and we can patch that up real quick. Okay. Um, so in true Duggar fashion, it's been like, what, a month or two since mm-hmm. Josiah and Lauren started courting. So it's time to get engaged. Yes. So Josiah decides to go and ask Lauren's dad for her permission to marry him because, of course, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, and the dad asks him some questions. He did mention, like, love languages and stuff like that, which I thought was good. Like, that's something that I think probably, I don't know. It's something that I think should be talked about in, in, in relationships and not is always brought up, especially by, like, men. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, so that was good, I guess, that they brought it up. Um, and then it was funny, though, when he was at one of the questions he asked Josiah was, like, what his life's work will be. And Josiah was just like, I don't know. I'm working, selling cars for my dad. Just going to do what I want to do. Make money. Provide for, Make money, provide for her. Provide. He's like, oh, that's all I needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, that's all I needed. And it's like, that's not even an answer. Didn't mm-hmm. even not as a non-answer, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they front hug after he gives his blessing, which I think is the first time I've seen a front hug on <laughs> this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe Lauren's parents hug them and, you know, interact with them. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Isn't that crazy to think about? They only have eight, so I feel like, yeah, because mm-hmm. they don't have to have Lauren be the mom because they're kind right. of, like, spaced out. Not too bad. Yeah. I mean, it sounds horrific to me, but like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a better situation than the Duggars for sure. Yeah. I mean, eight is like too many, but like understandable how you could do mm-hmm. it. 19. No, you just can't do it without more parents. That's true. I don't think they're done yet, though, by the way, Lauren's parents. I think they have at least one more oh, kid. Yeah. After Our, this. Didn't they have the co-pregnancy shoot with Lauren and her mom or was that? It was, I think it was Kendra. It was Kendra and her mom, but okay. Lauren, Lauren's mom was definitely pregnant pretty recently too. So, wow. Um, yeah. Too weird. <laughs> but let's go back. Let's talk about Kendra. Joe and Kendra yeah. um, are finding out the gender of their baby, the mm-hmm. sex of their baby rather. And um, so they're getting an ultrasound. And um, so they their plan is for John to go with them to mm-hmm. find out what they're having. And then John is going to basically shoot some powder I don't know. That will yeah. go off and show them the cult. Like it'll be it's blue one of for those, boy like, girl. Gender reveal baby girl. bomb things. Like they're all over Instagram. They're dumb. Right. Um, it kind of brings me back to that one like gender reveal that started all those fires in California. Mm-hmm. Like this seems mm-hmm. like the same type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my question was first of all, John always looks miserable doing anything too, and so he's going to the ultrasound. But like, why did he need to go to the ultrasound? Because the ultrasound tech just wrote down the yeah. sex and put it in an envelope why couldn't they have just given the envelope to john why did he have to go i don't he know. looked so fucking miserable the whole he time did. he did he looked <laughs> anyway oh, god and so then they're saying that he's so he's planning this gender reveal party which basically is just him shooting a thing 
But he says, like, oh, the reason they chose me is because I'm in law enforcement. And I'm like, do cops learn how to shoot explosives with a gun from a distance? Something? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I was just wondering. Because, like, that doesn't really seem like a reason. Like, maybe he knows how to shoot a gun, but, like, don't they all, like, shoot guns? Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, I have had extensive training in firearms. And it's like doesn't seem like you would need extensive training to shoot one thing but okay yeah i don't know they were just like they were really making it a big deal about how like qualified john was to do this and it's like i think anyone who knows how to shoot a gun could probably do that yeah like didn't they just have like a skeet shooting bachelor party yeah yeah like they all know how to shoot guns right right yeah i don't know maybe they just wanted to make john feel special yeah poor john anyway poor john ugh um so (laughs) they have their party and it is a boy they're having a boy Mm -hmm. isn't that exciting john david got an envelope with a dick circled on it exactly (laughs) he did he sure fucking did here is the baby's wang congrats and so there's just a bunch of blue smoke everywhere yeah um yeah very exciting what a way Very to end exciting. an episode. <laughs> what a way to go out, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to leave it there for this yeah. week. Um, we're going to... The next Duggar episode we do, we'll talk about the rest of season eight. Mm-hmm. And that will have to do with, you know, we got some Josiah and Lauren wedding stuff coming in. We got a bunch of babies about to be born. Yeah. Buckle up, guys. Buckle up. Buckle the fuck up. We are in for a ride. We have an email to read. Allison emailed us and she said, okay, side note on a totally different and sort of dark track, but thought that you might find this interesting. I was listening to episode 27 about unsolved mysteries and you and Megan briefly mentioned the story about the girl who was in the water tank, Elisa Lamb. I actually knew her when I was 17. Oh shit. We both did a summer French language program in Quebec in 2008, five years before her death. And so that's how we met despite being from opposite ends of Canada. She was from like, Allison's from Toronto and Elisa's from Vancouver. We even sat next to each other on a two-hour bus ride to Quebec City. She was really nice, a bit giddy and goofy, and I think some people in the extended group we hung out with thought she was a bit immature, but I liked her. She told a lot of stories about her family's restaurant from what happened. So it is so bizarre and tragic that this happened, because it seems so separate from the person I knew, albeit briefly. I remember I saw the missing person the missing person post on Tumblr of all places. And I was like, I know her. We were even Facebook friends and she had posted about her trips day before. It's hard for me to watch unsolved esque the unsolved esque segments on it. I believe Buzzfeed also did one because it hits different when you know the person. However, I 100% understand the fascination with it though, as it is truly baffling. There's also an upcoming Netflix series on the case. Um, in my opinion, the most plausible explanation is a psychotic episode, as I know people who live with bipolar disorder have done some bizarre and out-of-character things during an episode, not unlike the weird elevator footage and climbing into a water tank. Also, lack mm-hmm. of sleep can bring those on, and with traveling, if you're generally not able to get the same quality of sleep, so perhaps that played a role. I just feel so awful for her family. I hope they can get healing and closure. On a much lighter note, I am really enjoying the show. Keep up the great work. Allison. Oh, well, thank you so much for sending that in, Allison. That's really fascinating to hear about. Well, the Elisa Lamb case is one that I'm, I feel like it's one of the, like, classic, like, crazy unsolved, well, unsolved mysteries of our time. I don't know. I hear about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's so interesting and just 
horrible like really devastating and really sad um yeah i don't know it's such a bummer and i feel so bad for her and for everyone yeah it's awful (laughs) yeah it's just what a what a horrible like not only like a horrible way to find your you know family member or whatever dead like they found her but like to have no explanation on what happened and only like to be able to guess is like ugh, i can't imagine mm-hmm. not being able to have that closure yeah seriously um also allison in toronto is chill as hell because she has a master's of library science as well oh hell yeah allison hell welcome yeah. to the club yeah the library in information science club yes whether you like <laughs> it or not um all right that was all i had to add Perfect. Well, if you have anything you'd like to say, just like Allison, even if it's not like a completely related to what we're talking about, we would love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions of shows you would like us to cover in future episodes, we are all ears. You can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us basically anywhere on the internet at tvliterate. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, everything. You name it. If, if mm-hmm. there's something else good let us know and we'll sign up for it and for sure <laughs> troll the <Definitely>. depths <laughs> find more trash but yeah anywhere so. we can find trash yeah mm-hmm. anything that could possibly lead us to know more trash is is a good thing in our book so mm-hmm. oh yeah but i think that's it for this week it is and we will see you guys next week with our new episode bye-bye everybody bye